okay and the podcast version is up and running as well um welcome to everyone on the podcast and on the video form on podcast we could be found on anchor uh spotify uh itunes uh anywhere you get your um your podcasts and on the video form here YouTube.com on From the Bleachers Sports Show YouTube page. Covering everything and everything about wrestling here on this podcast. And on this channel, we cover uh, all sports. uh, Home for all sports. And I do welcome uh, your subscription. If you hit that subscribe button, the notification bell. Uh, it would mean a lot to me. I uh, also have a secondary channel spelled a G-R-E-S, Grez, um, where I go to famous places, um, you know, talk about pop culture, uh, graves, uh, crime scenes, all that um, stuff. So if you're into that, check that channel out. Hit the notification bell, hit the subscribe button. It would mean a lot, and I absolutely suck <laughs> jeez man having i'm looking on the the feed here for uh the podcast feed uh as far as audio and video for that matter that matter haven't done one um since april 9th and that is a horrible thing my friends uh that is horrible um we're back. Uh, we're fully, you know, I keep on saying that, that, then, you know, sometimes, you know, um, work, work is really busy, uh, which is a good thing. Um, everyday things just kind of take over trying to run, uh, two, three channels. It just, um, catches up to you. Uh, we're, we're going to make an honest effort to get to talk about wrestling, you know, an hour every week, along with the other videos that I put out in regards to wrestling during the week. Um, those videos have been a little bit backed up. If you notice, um, but we will make a concerted um, an effort to do that each and every week. So... Enough babbling, and uh, let's kind of talk about really just kind of where uh, we left off. And some of this is old news, so I won't try to bore you with it uh, for too long. I'll I'll try to run through it uh, as fast as I can, give my brief thoughts on it. Uh, The first thing that comes to mind, uh, what what should we call it? Um, Trash bag gate, or... Garbage bag gate or garbage gate. You know, the story about uh, Mickey James, um, who just uh, one of one of my favorites and um, has been with the company, uh, was with the company a very long time. Um, uh, was, you know, injured. And, you know, with Mickey James, it it's like they already it's like they considered her. 
will consider her a alumni before she was an actually alumni. I really never kind of uh, gave her her just due um, of um, recently. Now, when I say just due, you know, keep in mind she is not saying that she cannot go, but she is uh, close to my age or maybe even older. You know, I'm 40. I think she's even maybe older than 40. And, you know, um, she's had numerous titles. Uh, she has been given the belt numerous titles. So it's not like she's been ignored um, in all her time here in WWE. And I'm not saying that she cannot go. I'm sure that she could still go. Um, but it looks like WWE with with her... Uh, they were focusing on the younger talent. Okay, so be that as is may, she got injured. And really, um, you know, she came back once or twice and it was very awkward uh, what was happening uh, in that ring. And um, it just, uh, I don't know. Since Mickey James came back, it uh, did not really work out. Um, who's to blame? Maybe I would probably tell you both people are to blame. That's just me. No one party's at 100% fault, I don't ever think, when it comes to wrestling. Be that as it may, uh, she was let go. And I, 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 and I made a separate video about this, and I'll try to play it here during our short little break. Uh, about uh, what I thought about, you know, some of the um, let goes. Um, trying to try to find it, trying to play it here. But as far as all her stuff being brought back in a garbage bag, and, and a couple, in a lot of, not a lot, but a couple of employees' um, heads went rolling, um, and public apologies across the board. I I don't see um what the big deal was with her stuff being uh, returned in a garbage bag. Now, listen, I know what what it <laughs> what it you know what a garbage bag symbolizes as if if you know as if she was trash her time there was trash that's kind of the symbolization that you get with a garbage bag but i i don't think that's what wwe meant to come across From what, if I'm not mistaken, it was a garbage bag. Uh, but it wasn't delivered, you know, via FedEx through a garbage bag. It was a box. And inside, it was like a brown box. Because she uh, took it on, uh, took a picture of it. And within that brown box uh, was the garbage bag with all her uh, stuff that she had uh, left over in, you know... Um, the Thunderdome, or whatever you want to call it. 
So she got, so the WWE, uh, uh, like, hear me out. So the WWE, this place is a wrestling arena where people go to wrestle, right? Uh, they're located in Florida. I believe she's in Virginia. So they saved her a, a, a trip in coming down there to pick up her stuff. Saved her on, on, uh, on flight money, right? And it's not like the WWE is a staples. They're not a grocery store. Where they have garbage, uh, where where they have, or or um, you know, a, a, a department store or, or Walmart where they have wrapping paper or or, or 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 Macy's where they carry luggage. They're a wrestling arena. They don't have luggage, or they don't have wrapping paper, or they don't have. Um, I mean, what did you expect this stuff to come back in? You know, what I, what I think happened um, was, you know, someone gave the order. Uh, oh, bring, put, put Mickey, um, you know, put M Mickey James' stuff. Um, take it down for her. And someone said, well... Uh, I don't know. What, what, put it in one. I don't know, we don't have anything here. Well, I put put it in a garbage bag. Put it, and then we'll put it in a box. I don't think any disrespect was meant. I just don't think they had anything laying around that would suffice. Uh, something being mailed in other than a garbage bag. Now, could they have um, gone to the store and? And maybe pick something up and to put Mickey James's stuff in. Yeah, yeah, perhaps, perhaps they could have done that, but um, I, I, you know, <laughs> they're not a Staples. They're not a department store where they carry luggage or they carry fancy, fancy wrap. But like, what did you expect them to do? Like, this is not beyond the realm of, I mean, absurdity. I don't know why the big much to do about nothing. And I don't know if Mickey James was being a hundred percent upset about it, or was she was just kind of uh, making poking fun at the matter. But it's like, what else do you expect them to put it in? Now, granted, okay, maybe, you know, they should have thought it out better. Like, hey, this is not going to look bad. Uh, this is not going to look good, even though our attentions are good. You know, maybe let's, um, I don't know, put it in um, some type of, um, maybe we can mail in some type of a storage bin. I don't know, <laughs> that we have laying around. I don't know, the, the, the point is, uh, with Garbage Gate and 
uh, the, the ring gear being brought back. Uh, I just think uh, it was a little bit uh, much to do about nothing. Uh, I think, you know, maybe they should have thought about it better. Because it's not a good look even though they, they know what their intentions were. But still, at the end of the day, to be making that big of a deal about it, um, I just don't. Nah, that's a little bit too much for me, uh, quite honestly, um, being made about it. Uh, we're hearing news uh, moving on. Um, something I wanted to touch base on, something more recent. Uh, that uh, Zoli, uh, Vega, uh, former valet, um, real life wife of um, Alistair Black, uh, was in the performance center, and is uh, apparently on on the verge of um, signing a new contract. Remember, I think um, the story goes correctly. Uh, she was let go, or, or she was asked to be let go. Uh, because she really didn't want to let go of her Twitch account. Um, that Twitch account was making her money. She loved the Twitch. I believe she was using her name. Uh, which was the uh, problem? Uh, had to, had she be, I, I believe been using her actual name and not her stage name, I don't think there would have been that much of a problem. I believe that's what it was. Uh, she refused to do that, and she was given a warning, and um, and let go. Or she decided like uh, to leave, and uh, there was talk, you know, and I don't know if how much truth this is that you know she had a a non compete, uh, but in that contract it said that once the non compete was over, she can wrestle for like a company like AEW apparently, which I don't know if I believe that. Uh, I think that would make no sense. Uh, I don't see why uh, she would sign that type of a contract if, in fact, it was true. Uh, speaking about the original contract. Um, and remember, she wanted to, she was, like, on the forefront of um, trying to, like, in, or inquiring or trying to form a wrestler's union. And that's when... Um, one of the guys that's running for mayor over here kind of stepped in. If you remember, I believe his name was uh, Mr. Chan. But, you know, nothing came of it um, as far as the union. And it has, it never has, and I don't think it never will. But, you know, here we are. Um... There is talk apparently about, you know, she's in the tra uh, training center and 
there's talk about her um, uh, wrestling more, uh, being highlighted in the women's division. This is all, you know, just speculation as far as the plans for her. And, you know, I'm sure that's something that, you know, after a while, as with everything, um, cooler heads uh, tend to prevail. And I think both sides kind of come together. And they uh, realize that they um, need each other to a degree. Um, and, you know, with Zelina Vega, she could wrestle, she could go. Her husband is here uh, in the WWE. And Alistair Black. Alistair Black has been out of, um, off TV for quite some time. But, you know, with Vega, she probably talked to herself, listen, my husband is here. Um, I, I, my contract that I'm signing here, at the end of the day, how much of a career can I have on Twitch? Um, you know, wrestling is my joy. Wrestling is my pride. She's actually a local here in the New York area, kind of uh, from the from the five boroughs of um, where I'm from. And then I remember seeing her documentary. Um, well, I, don't know, I don't know if it was a documentary. They were following her around. And, um, you know, she's... Uh, She's a lifelong wrestling fan. You know, if I, and I'm not mistaken either, it's not like WWE saying that you cannot be on social media, you can't do anything at all. Some of these um, wrestlers have their own YouTube channel. Now, they don't use their own, they don't use their stage name. They use a different name or they use their real name. And believe me, if you are a fan of these wrestlers, you're going to find where they are. Uh, you're going to find out they have, that they have a channel on YouTube, Twitch. So, at the end of the day, I think it's just cooler heads prevailing. And listen, if she wants to still be on social media and have her Twitch show. I know she had a YouTube channel. There you go. Just maybe it could be as simple as not <laughs> just use your own, own name. And if they follow you on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you uh, make your presence on, or if they're super fans of you, they're gonna they're gonna find you uh, wherever you are. Believe me. So I think at the end of the day, you know, if the fact is true, she kind of weighed her options and what she has more longevity, more of a future, and kind of what obviously pays the bills. And uh, I think that's wrestling more so than, uh, you know, having a Twitch show and being on that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, believe me. Because that is my goal in life, to be a YouTuber or, or Twitch person and just make my killing on that where I never have to 
participate in an actual job um, whatsoever. So as we're approaching the 20 minute mark here, uh, we're going to take a little pause. I've been babbling for 20 straight minutes. And I'll rewind, regroup here. And I will give you a, a video uh, about what I thought about the, um, the WWE um, firings um, at that point, just to kind of bring everything uh, up to speed here. And uh, once that is done, I want to, uh, when I come back, I want to also kind of go in deeper uh, about um, Daniel Bryan, the big news about Daniel Bryan now. Um, Eva Marie, kind of, well, want to tie in Eva Marie too uh, when I come back. Um, yeah, definitely um, a, a lot. A lot to get into here, guys. Um, a lot to get into. A lot to talk about. Here it is. WWE releases Samoa Joe, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Callisto. We'll talk about it right here. From the Bleacher Sports Show. Back soon. Your buddy, your pal, your amigo, your compadre. Tom, and I thank you for taking the time to look at this video. Hit the like button and the subscribe button. You would do me a uh, big favor to show me that you care. So, there have been a few releases um, last Thursday. It's customary, usually happens uh, recently, you know, where uh, talent is uh, let go. It's happened on various, um, you know, uh, that, that week after WrestleMania, kind of when, quote unquote, the the wrestling season begins anew. Um, you know, in the, um, in the 2020 year, you remember, I think there were like close to 30 talent releases. And, um, you know, a lot of people were um, up and, up and uh, upset uh, because... Um, it was during the pandemic uh, where a lot of people got released. A lot of people got released and furloughed with the WWE. Uh, some of them have come back, obviously, but a lot uh, did lose their jobs. And, you know, when you're a company that's traded uh, on the stock market and you lose a majority of your income in, in house shows and uh, gate, um, and the house shows rather, and... Uh, People stop buying merchandise and attendance at weekly shows and pay-per-views. It all plays a it all plays a part, right? I mean, you gotta answer the the shareholders in your publicly traded company. Um, you know, but this year is um, uh, there were some releases, not as many as. Um, last year still a couple of them are, are rather uh surprising just want to give you some of my thoughts on those releases and where um i could see them possibly going uh right off the bat samoa joe uh was released samoa joe recently 
Uh, heck, uh, if you watched WrestleMania, you've seen Samoa Joe on commentary released right after WrestleMania. Uh, it was weird because at first um, they said that Samoa Joe would not, um, that Samoa Joe was being replaced. And um, they made the announcement of who's replacing him, but they said that Samoa Joe would still continue to be on the active um, uh, roster as a wrestler. Surprise, he was released. And you kind of think of a lot of missed opportunity, um, missed angles, Joe, where, you know, like, for example, he could have feuded against Roman Reigns or could have uh, sided with Roman Reigns beyond that faction with Jey Uso and Paul Heyman. Kind of be the... Um, the enforcers for Roman Reigns. You could have, or you could have faced against him. Uh, could have been a good feud. There were many possibilities, uh, but I think here what what's happened. It's a little bit perplexing if you think about it. Um, I think uh, once eventually it will come out in um, shoot interviews and or whatever down the road that I think maybe. Um, WWE kind of wanted to move Samoa Joe in a different light. Um, maybe they did not see him as a wrestler. Um, I mean, they told him that he would not be cleared. And that could have led Samoa Joe to, to ask to be released. Um, uh, you know, be taken off commentary. That's not what he wants to do. Or, you know, there could have been some type of dispute as far as what his future is. Um, he's had a lot of injuries, to be fair, recently. And uh, as we've seen with certain wrestlers, um, you know, look at Edge took him, or, or Christian, Edge Christian took them seven years, nine years, Daniel Bryan, a couple of years to, to come back before they were actually medically cleared seven eight nine years for agent christian daniel Bryan, what three or four years uh and i don't think that the you know wwe was going to close clear samoa joe anytime soon i think there's a little bit more to it than what we're reading uh than what we know peyton royce and billy Kay. um So we're back. There, just kind of to give you a, a snippet. And there's more on the uh, the channel um, from the Bleacher Sports Show. Hey, I promised you guys um, we do talk about um, a whole lot about wrestling. Uh, in, in sports in general, too. Um, but, you know, I made a... Um, talked about Daniel Bryan in the, in the five minute uh, part of that clip that you just heard for five minutes um, for Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan again um, has 
made uh, has been making news. Uh, we'll talk about Daniel Bryan here brief, very briefly too. Uh, right now, he, um, based on all indications, uh, he has um, he has um, he's a free agent. He's no contract. Um, he. Um, with WWE, apparently, um, not that they left off on bad terms, they weren't able to come to terms, and right now he's considered uh, a free agent. So technically, that means that Daniel Bryan could, you know, show up in AEW, or he could show up in um, Ring of Honor, or he could show up in New Japan, or MLW, or NWA. How about Daniel Bryan showing up in NWA? How about that, huh? You know, at this point in the game, um, I, I think there, there are two things um, that you have to look at. At least what I speculate, uh, if you're a Daniel Bryan or if you're a Daniel Bryan fan, rather. I think he wants to work in a place where, uh, relatively speaking, um, he, he's making um, a good amount of, he's making some money. Now, I'm sure he's made um boatload of money, saved it up, uh, nestled it up like a squirrel, uh, but, you know, I, I think, you know, uh, one last hurrah before he retires and goes off to the sunset. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think he wants these matches to be meaningful and I think he wants these matches to be seen. Um, I don't think... Uh, now, I know he's a student of the game. Uh, he's a fan of the game. Uh, but he wants to go um, where his matches could be seen. He wants to wrestle, uh, I think... In front of larger audiences. Combination of everything. Um, I would love to see him in NWA. I really wouldn't. Just my gut. I don't see him going to... <coughs> I don't see him going to... NWA. I don't see him going to New Japan. I don't see him going to AEW. My gut tells me that you know Daniel Bryan is now a you know a WWE guy. And um, you know we remember where we've seen. Um, You remember when we first seen Daniel Bryan 
uh, what we've seen. Um, very vanilla plain. And he worked on... Uh, he, he worked on his uh, entertainment skills. And um, he became a beloved Daniel Bryan with the Yes Movement. And I, as corny or as cheesy as this may sound, I think that's something that he values. I think he's comfortable now. And... Um, I think he wants to work at a part-time basis, and I think, <clears throat> and I think he looks at, let's just say, for example, if he were to go somewhere, let's say AEW, AEW right now they have so many wrestlers, not enough programs to, to put them on. Do you think Daniel Bryan will want to wrestle on, um, on the uh, wrestle and then only be seen on uh, a YouTube page? And how often would you? I, I just, you know, I, I just, you know, with Daniel Bryan, I see him coming back. Right now, taking some time off. Um, I, I think, you know, cause remember he has two young kids now, right? I believe it's already, I believe his wife gave birth to a second child, if I'm not mistaken. So I think he's just at home and I think he will eventually, uh, resign with the WWE, uh, when the time is right. And, uh, I think it will actually be for the NXT brand. I think he sees that what the NXT brand has. And I think he's comfortable with knowing that that's more of a, I don't know, uh, more of a wrestling show. Um, and he's still in front of the audience that's familiar with him. Uh, he could have his, you know, <laughs> one hour Broadway's. With, um, you know, with your O'Reilly's, um, with your fish, you know, with your, I don't know, carrying crosses, Finn Balor's. I just think that Daniel Bryan's kind of foaming at the mouth with all the possibilities, um, that he has to wrestle with in NXT. And that's why I see him going. Uh, I just see him going. Nowhere else but staying, uh, sticking with um, NXT, WWE NXT brand. Uh, so expect that from Daniel Bryan. At least that's my prediction. I do expect um, to see Daniel Bryan um, back um, very soon in a... Uh, WWE ring. Speaking of which, I also mentioned Samoa Joe, uh, gone, Dunsky, Dundada, and um, Pat McAfee uh, now um, is in the uh, the new Sm uh, SmackDown um, announcer. 
uh, they, they kind of move things around. Um, you know, Corey Graves moved to Raw. They, ha they hired another uh, announcer for uh, Raw. Byron Saxton uh, is still there. Um, Tom Phillips got reassigned. Uh, so, so Pat McAfee winds up being the um, SmackDown commentator. You know, as you hear, Samoa Joe released. Um, listen, I I love uh, Pat McAfee. I watched the uh, the Pat McAfee show. Um, it's on um, Sirius, but I watch it on um, uh, Mad uh, on the on the YouTube channel. And this dude is full of energy. If you if you watch his uh, sports talk channel, that's the same thing that comes across on um, SmackDown. You see, <laughs> you see that chair. Half the time he's not even sitting in the chair. He's standing up and just you know explaining something and just uh, talking off the top of his head. And it comes across that he's a genuine fan. He's excited as to what he's seeing. And, and uh, you know, I, I like it. Um, <laughs> I'm a big believer in standing up, too. Uh, and, it, and it goes back to the uh, olden days of when I was younger. When, when you stood up, we were always told to stand up when I was um, learning... Uh, Training to be a stockbroker. Well, at this point, that was, geez, 20 years ago. Um, stand up. It, it makes you, you know, like this. It, it makes you, it makes you uh, alive. Your 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 thoughts are flowing, and um, you're animated, and uh, you're ready. You're you're thinking on the top of your head, and. Full of energy and it just projects itself and and it, and, it, and it shows itself. So that dude is constantly standing, as he is constantly standing, for the most part on his um, radio show, the Pat McAfee show. So I like it. Uh, he doesn't sound like he's scripted. I'm sure he's uh, fed lines here and there. Um. But for now, anyway, um, it seems like Pat McAfee would uh, be a decent pick. So, so far, so good. Thumbs up on Pat McAfee um, being on SmackDown. Leads me into Eva Marie. Look at that. We're 40 minutes into it, and we're flowing quickly here. Catching up on a lot of lost time on clean, pin, on clean pin. Eva Marie. Okay. So, this big rumor, or this big thing that was going around, is people were like, oh, you know, you, you've gotten rid of... Um, what the, oh you've gotten rid of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay for Eva Marie? No, no, guys. If you've been following 
uh, Instagram and you're following the uh, dirt sheets, um, no, that's not the case at all. Um, no, not the case um, at all. Eva Marie was rumored, there were pictures of her um, in the performance center a while before Peyton Royce and Billy Kay were let go. Eva Marie was always in the works to come back. So it's not like the WWE fired Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. No, no, no. Let go um, but um, so yeah, like I was saying, um, Eva Marie, listen, uh, she was coming, she would be rumors to be coming, you've seen. She's been posting pictures on her Instagram with that, um, with the new dude that supposedly, like, um, uh, it's supposed to be the next thing, next big thing, and, um, I think it was Parker Bardot, I believe was the name. Anyway, she's been rumored, if you follow wrestling, you follow the dirt sheets, you know that she's been rumored to come way before, um, you, you, you should have known that she was coming. So it's, you know. So that's not uh, the replacement for Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And that's, you know, not why those two are released. Um, Scholar Bardot, listen, she, is she going to... And, and there, you know, there's talk that she's uh, improved her wrestling, that she was uh, actually... At one point, uh, training with um, uh, training with uh, wrestlers. Let's leave it that way. I forget uh, the name skips my memory. It's like right here, but I forget the the name. Um, Kendrick, uh, yes, Kendrick was the name. Um, D. Brian Kendrick. She's been training. He's been training with him. So listen, she has a look in Eva Marie. Okay, those vignettes, by the way, spectacular for Eva Marie. So she has a look. Uh, she brings attention to herself. Um, and um, you know, part of. The entertainment of things is watching everything unfold. So Eva Marie already having the haters. And the haters don't even know why it's happening. Um, you got to give it a chance. I like the Evelina or Evolution character. Um, the WWE just cannot... 
uh, drop the ball on this, but that is a, <laughs> that is a, that was a good, um, you know, support, uh, position. Um, one second here, guys. <laughs> Talking about uh, Brian Pillman um, in the Brian Pillman documentary, um, man, I've been a Brian Pillman fan uh, since the very beginning. Uh, since I was a little kid, uh, I remember watching, you know, when the Hollywood Blondes would come out, uh, back then I was watching it, uh, on Saturdays at 6.05, uh, TBS Super Show, uh, where it would be like, you know, two hours, uh, mostly like, uh, the big names going up against the enhancement talent, things along that nature, Saturdays 6.05. Um, and wrestling on that, on that show, correct me if I'm wrong, I think, and maybe am mistaken, um, but Brian Pillman, uh, would, uh, would be wrestling on that show on Saturday night. And that's where we would see the, the debut of the Hollywood Blondes and, uh, the, the rolling of the film. A great uh, tag team that was split up um, way too soon, way before the time needed to be to split them up. Um, and the Hollywood Blondes, and as I was watching that documentary, you know, Pillman, he played it to a T. He played it very damn well where you had no idea if he was being honest with you or if he was trying to take you for a sucker hold on one second folks And yet, Brian Pillman, one of one of my favorite wrestling characters growing up back then. Um, him and Steve Austin too. Uh, and, and I like Steve Austin when he was um, 
and it was stunning Steve from back in the day. Again, I remember that team was so popular. Um, and then that course just kind of, nah, it was over quickly, their tag team. But that's how I remember uh, Brian Pillman uh, from the Hollywood Blondes. Really don't remember him too much on this, as a single competitor. Um, just even my fantasy team, the Hollywood Blondes. So I was a big fan of the Hollywood Blondes. And then, you know, when that team was split up, how Brian Pillman... Pillman just kind of reinvented himself, kind of almost, I guess, as a, for lack of a better word, almost um, kind of like a, like a spinoff to a degree of Andy uh, Kaufman, a spinoff, if you know what I mean, like, because, he, like, Yeah, where, um, you know, it, it's, Pillman was just a, a character that people questioned uh, each other, like, hey, is Brian telling, telling the truth, or is he lying, or is he working us, well, what, no, and the beauty of Brian Pillman, is, it seems that no one really knew, um, if he was playing a character, or if, you know, that that's who he is. Um, I remember uh, in that documentary, too, that they had on Brian Pillman, they showed a segment where um, he kind of goes to Bobby Heenan and pulls his shirt, or kind of pokes his shirt, and Bobby Heenan was legit... Um, Angry, pissed, but no one knew if that was Brian Pillman playing a character or, you know, Brian Pillman uh, just causing trouble. So no one really knew. The beauty of the beauty. And, you know, you just, with Brian Pillman, he was developing his character and um, eventually made his way to the WWE. You know, um, he signs it, but uh, right before he signed it, rather, he gets into an accident. Um, and that kind of just changed everything. Uh, will change the way he would wrestle, um, his offense in the ring. Um, but 
No one ever knew Brian Pillman or not. That accident, um, you know, changed him, broke his ankle. Couldn't wrestle the way he he was wrestling uh, prior. And unfortunately got, uh, apparently they're saying that he got uh, hooked on things that he should not have been uh, hooked on. But... Man, during that time, Brian Pillman was uh, just absolutely uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, just what could have been? Uh, what could have been for Brian Pillman? Innovator in a lot of ways. Kind of, um, and, and I'm sure he's gonna influence many uh, down the down the road. Flying Brian Pillman. It's also great that his son um, has taken up wrestling. You can see him on AEW uh, certain times and still on the Indies. Actually, he's part of a team called Varsity Blondes. Which I thought was clever and unique. But. Again. Um, it's, you know. It's all, I guess, you know. Subjective. And, but, yeah. Um. Absolutely. <laughs> See anything else that we could talk about here before we bid you adieu as the uh, audio version is about to uh, wrap up. Um, looks like I'm not going to have time to do the um, predictions because I want to do that in audio as... Um, And, uh, you know, last but not least, really, I just, um, I'm looking over here, our news seems to be, One thing I wanted to get into, um, as I bid you adieu, Roman Reigns, um, on another level, 
uh, bringing in the Usos could, bringing back Jimmy now could add in a lot of uh, layers to the story. And the story is going to be developing one of the better stories <laughs> We're going to wrap this up, guys. Um, it's been fun. It's been real. Um, don't, forget, don't forget to hit the subscribe button here on this channel. Find the podcast and audio version wherever you get your podcasts. Bleacher... I hope all is well, guys. I will bid you adieu. I'm trying to look at my last minute notes here. We are fine, guys. Um, I look forward to bringing you some news back next week. Look for my prediction video separately here. You got to subscribe. Hit the notification bell. I hope all is well, guys. And I bid you adieu. Mahal. Ciao. I bid you do once again, guys, as we're having stall problems here on the stream. But uh, hope all is well. Adios. The problems. Mahal. Here we go. Adios. Ciao.